0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. So, my name, my name is Alexa Chung. I know the influence, I know the impact, and I know the vibes. And there we go, guys. It's time for me to get in bed. This has been fun. Hey, it's Nikki Jensen. And Brie Picconi. And we're Late Late to to the party. Party, a weekly podcast about film, fashion, and pop culture from two best friends, mentally... Dressing up like an elf at Gimbel's in 2003. Yeah. Pulling the beard off Santa. <laughs> yes. Because he smelled like beef and cheese. Yeah. He doesn't smell like... Well, I don't know what... Like, he sits on a throne, throne of lies. Yeah. Um. But yeah, today we are talking about elf to get us in the Christmas spirit. Yes. Because like Buddy the Elf, Bree, when... Like, I feel like the clock strikes midnight right after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I'm just... It's the my favorite time of year. You turn like, into Buddy. I turn into Buddy. I love Christmas. You start cutting up the snowflakes. And- Truly. I just chopped down a tree at Central Park and I put it up in my living room. <laughs> but no, I love Christmas. I love, I love the lights. I love everyone singing Christmas songs. I love Christmas movies. I love bows. I love peppermint mochas. Yes. I just... I love everything about christmas and then i'm properly depressed Mm -hmm. like december 26th same no it's so sad when it's over though i don't think christmas is over till january 6th like little christmas i'm i firmly believe in that even though it doesn't i don't exactly know what it means (laughs) i don't know but I, i say christmas should be around as long as possible for sure are you a christmas tree up until like january 6th yes type of actually that's as far as i go i know i just made a big statement but all right (laughs) until february no well you know that wouldn't be that bad actually that that would probably be the limit i wouldn't keep it up all the time like Mm. that's too far or like july i don't really get christmas in july (laughs) i feel like that was a thing for a really hot second and then we were just like why christmas in july no that's not a thing yeah do people even do that i don't know but but yeah so so you, are you a fan of christmas I as love well christmas yes it's so like cozy you get to eat all the cookies you want you know lay by the fireplace decorate yes i feel like it's just it's very nice yeah. it, everyone really does like have like a different demeanor during christmas i was time. gonna say people are like kinder and just like i don't know wishing people well wishing people a merry christmas happy holidays true that being said you know what i miss hmm. do you remember when like we were kids do you remember how jingle all out all the way style people would get on black friday for christmas shopping yeah like when people would just like punch each other in the face i miss that though yeah i don't see that a lot <laughs> bring that back bring that back. <laughs> i want to get punched to the face out there while i'm shopping for some christmas slippers. for christmas for a furby oh my god that's the way yeah yeah that's why I, that's the what christmas is all about yeah the gifts, <laughs> just like, the fighting over the gifts i just Shopping. turned to the grinch <laughs> and i'm like wait what <laughs> just snack on a light bulb yeah you're just like just which is it. speaking of the grinch mm-hmm. what are your favorite because elf is oh my gosh, a modern day classic it is like, I, we haven't gotten, probably Elf is the last semblance of a Christmas classic that we have. Yeah. But, you know, some people really vibe with How the Grinch Stole Christmas, like I the do. Jim Carrey. I do. I, you know what? I really do. <laughs> is it a modern day classic? Is it a modern day classic? I don't know that it is, but I enjoy it. <laughs> you fuck with it? I fuck with it, yeah. Um, it brings me joy. Cause I think there's a good message in there somewhere underneath all the darkness and creepiness and green fur. <laughs> I do remember like that was never one of like my movies growing up, but we did watch it last year. Like we revisited yeah. it and I was properly disturbed. I was like, this is kind of low key sad. Yeah. I think I like forced you to watch it. I went through a phase. I like forced everyone to watch the, the Grinch. <laughs> I'm like, this is one of my favorites. <laughs> Gotta see it. What was the response? It was the same. It was like, no, it's, why would you like it was not like why would you like this but kind of like wow this is like kind of dark like this this doesn't make me feel good and i was like oh really i like it (laughs) i mean it's definitely not like it's not like it's not like as holly jolly as elf like it's it definitely is a different takeaway it's a different flavor different flavor it's like in the subsect of christmas movie categories because i feel like there's such a like a divide Mm-hmm. In Christmas movies, but there's always like the dark Christmas movie. Like yes. there's a dark comedy, like A Jingle All the Way or A Bad Santa. Right. But then you get into like the Uncanny Valley of Polar Express. Oh. Or. Don't like, talk to me about Polar Express. <laughs> like Jack Frost, which will properly give you the creeps. Yeah. Kind of falls in line with How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Like Jack Frost. Um, does Snow Day Count as a Christmas movie? I there's I think. I've never seen Snow Day, so I feel like I cannot speak on that, but it sounds like it could be. Scrooged. That's Sc- a little darker. Yeah. But I don't think I've seen that one either. Yeah. Bill Murray. Ah. I feel like he's in a lot of Christmas movies. I don't think he is. He gives but- me a Christmas vibe. I know he's in Groundhog Day. I love Groundhog Day. Yeah. That's a comfort movie for me. Same. He Um, needs to be in a Christmas movie, but make it like Groundhog Day. But it's like Christmas every day. Yes. Just saying. I'd watch. That's great. That's also like a proper Christmas trope. Yeah. Which it's like it's like Home Alone when he like wakes up and he's he doesn't know where his family is Mm. and he thinks maybe he wished them away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But what are your favorite Christmas movies? Like what's in your Christmas movie rotation every year? Okay, so definitely Elf. Mm -hmm. Um, probably Rudolph. That's a classic. You know, Rankin and Bass. Um, honestly, probably the Grinch. Like I, I love the Grinch. I know we talked about it earlier, but I didn't even think of the Grinch. Yeah. Um, probably Home Alone and It's a Wonderful Life. I feel like those classic. Yeah those are probably the tops for me i mean i'll watch other ones like i do like christmas with the cranks sometimes like if it's on um tim allen's another <laughs> tim christmas Allen. king yeah he's a christmas king him and his santa clauses those ones i'm like so many cla- the premise of the santa claus is a little wild yeah it's morbid i would say even for like, sure santa dies and yeah. yeah he falls off a roof you put on the suit you become santa claus yeah Because you have to. Yeah. You're forced to be Santa. I don't know. It's kind of. You signed the Santa Claus. Yeah. I do kind of feel for him in a way, though, because he's like, I didn't sign up for this. (laughs) Properly, like, would be pissed if I was Tim Allen. (laughs) (laughs) You had to be Santa Claus. Yeah, Damn it. No. Why did I pick up the suit? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, What about you? What are your faves? My favorite, I love It's a Wonderful Life. I feel like I could quote that movie top to bottom um i love it. christmas vacation i grew up watching christmas vacation a lot and the home alones home alone one and two are i love macaulay Culkin. i love katherine o'hara i pigeon lady i love the pigeon lady uh yeah just those movies are perfect those are also comfort movies yeah no they are yeah i don't know this time of year i just all i want to do is watch comfort movies under a blankie yes you know. By the fireplace. By the fireplace. Yeah. Do, you, do you think so I think the first Harry Potter movie is a non-Christmas Christmas movie. Do you have any like that? I know some people say Die Hard <coughs> but should be told I've never seen Die Hard. I've seen it but it still doesn't read Christmas to me. Like I know Christmas happens mm-hmm. in there somewhere but I will say Harry Potter. Like that makes sense to me. The first one. The first. Yeah definitely the first one because it's yeah, it's they, they wear Christmas sweaters yeah they exchange gifts they exchange in gifts. one scene yeah but what There's constitutes is a Christmas film then because you know does it just take place around Christmas time Because if so serendipity oh in the holiday the, definitely the holiday yeah. yeah but it's called the holiday like I feel like it's but the holiday they're on a holiday. I mean, around the holidays, they're on a vacation (laughs) holiday, holiday around. I see what you're doing, Nancy Myers. Yeah, I see. Does that one move up the rankings just for its cleverness? I think so. Yeah. And Jack uh, Black doing the Scootily Bops, (laughs) Scootily Bops. Oh, my God. I love that's another movie. I think I could add to the rotation, though, for Christmas. Like, that's a comfort movie. We will definitely be watching it after we record this episode. Yeah. Because we have a whole setup where we're going to record and then we're going to wrap presents. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I know. I feel like Buddy the Elf. I'm like, oh, just Christmas. Christmas all around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's another one. Um, Love Actually. Love Actually. Yeah. Is that in your rotation? It is. I feel like it's one of the movies where I don't think about it as often as like one of my favorites, but I do like to watch it every year. Mm. And also Hugh Grant, just like dancing to the Pointer Sisters, (laughs) just brings me so much joy. I'd be remiss not to like mention it. I love Hugh Grant though. Yeah. Same. He's a a charming man. Which he's an Oompa Loompa and the new Wonka apparently. (laughs) That's so weird. (laughs) We gotta go see it now. Now we have to see, yeah, just for that. Which you know, I, I watched the Family Stone the other day. How is that? It's, an, it's a it's a weird movie. I mean, I think I liked it. Is that Christmas too? Like it is to Christmas. Christmas or something. I feel like I've seen it like years ago, but. It's a lot more serious. It has Dermot Maroney. Oh, okay. Because uh, I'm like Dylan McDermott, Dermot Maroney. Um, Diane Keaton's in it. Mm-hmm. Luke Wilson, Rachel McAdams, Sarah Jessica Parker. It was really good. But the whole time I was like. Where do I know? Because there's a deaf actor who plays one of the brothers. Mm. And I was like, this man is ingrained in my soul. Um, I looked up his filmography. I've never seen a film he's been in. But you know what he was in? What? He was in like the sign language books in college where I took all those sign language courses. Oh, snap. So he's ingrained in me because he taught me how to do sign <laughs> He taught you how. But I was, I don't know. I was just convinced. I was like, this man's a part of me. So. Wow. Well, he is now. You, you take him with you everywhere. I do. Whenever you sign. I think there. of him. Yeah. Um, and whenever I think of Christmas, I think of Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. No, truly. He embodies Christmas. Yes. In this movie. So how, what would, like, how would you describe the plot of Elf? I would say it is about a man finding out that he is a human and not an elf. And he journeys to find his father and his, I guess, you know, and he becomes part of the family around Christmas time. And he saves Christmas. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Is that a decent No, I like it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, that pretty much sums it up. Right? Yeah. Uh, You know, Will Ferrell plays Buddy the Elf. And it has like a gaggle of wonderful, like co-stars, like Bob Newhart and James Caan. Yes, I and love to see it. A young Zoe Chanel, post almost famous, sing some songs. You know. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, it's so crazy that Jon Favreau is the director as well. Yes, Elf is directed by Jon Favreau of Iron Man fame. I always forget that. Yeah, because when I think of him, I think of Iron Man. But I don't know. Like, what do you think of, really? Elf. Elf. Yeah. You know, it's crazy because I know, you know, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Jon Favreau is is a big deal. Yeah. Like, And I definitely saw the first run of Marvel films, but... I, i'm i not like the biggest superhero movie fan so i always think of elf and then it's always like oh he's in spider-man yeah but i don't put the two and two together i'm just like oh he's an after in, in the new spider-man yeah movies do you think elf is like his masterpiece though that, i like- think so magnum opus taylor swift has all too well john favreau has elf yeah that's what i think i don't yeah, I, go. I was gonna say I can't believe this movie was made in 2003. Like, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. Like, it does. It's it just looks so fresh. Like watching it again, I'm like, this could have been made like yesterday. I think so. I, I think the only thing that makes it 2003 is that curly like curls font that <laughs> they decide to use. Yeah, that's the only thing that reads maybe early 2000s. Yeah, like PowerPoint. But everything else. But I, mean, I just love the. I love elf same um but yeah like it, it also fascinates me at the time will ferrell wasn't the dude you, you would you would think would be buddy the elf but, right you know did, were you familiar with like his snl career like for every, everything before I'm, elf not till later but yeah like i know he was on snl like i've seen a lot of clips of him on SNL. that's way but not way before our time that's before our time yeah but yeah is this like his first role where he's kind of like a man child i don't you know i know he in the 90s so he was on snl in like the mid to late 90s and during that time he was he had a a bit role in austin powers Mm. he did a night at the roxbury Right. Um, superstar. He's in that. Oh, yeah. He's a superstar. I feel like before this, like, Will Ferrell that we all know and love, like, b- before this movie in old school, I he played, like, more high status and then got low status mm. as, you know, his career went on. Which... What? Gotcha. No, nothing. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like this movie—he's like the star. Like, he is. He's—he's he's perfect. I think the one thing that makes this movie really work, and it's such like a classic, is because of Will Ferrell is Buddy the Elf. Yeah, I love Will Ferrell. By the way, like, me too. He's like one of my favorite comedians. Like, yeah, yeah. So, what about Will Ferrell? Just—I don't know. I think it's just he's so silly, and he's kind of like a big dude like he seems like he's like really tall Mm -hmm. and like I don't know he just he's just so funny like he always he plays these characters that can seem like genuinely childlike or innocent and it's funny because he's like a fully grown man and I'm like there's something about him there's like a twinkle in his eye that he's just I, I love Will Ferrell too like, low-key. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of the Sandman, and I'm a big fan of Will Ferrell movies. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Like, Anchorman. Anchorman's great. I love Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Yeah. Big fan of Blaze like, of Glory. he's kind of, over the top, of but, Yeah. I don't know. But I like that about him. He is. I like Will Ferrell's brand of comedy. I mean, I think the funniest part of Elf is just this, like, little moment where when he's in the fight with Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm in like the boardroom. Yeah. There's a part where he just falls and knocks over a picture frame. Yes. And I, something about, Will Ferrell, you know, he's just overtly funny, but there's like the little things he does that are just physical comedy that's very funny. And that's like my, the funniest part of the movie for me. Yes, It's I, just this little thing he does. Do you know what I'm talking is about? Th- is it like when he kicks it like down? Like on, like I don't even know if that was on purpose. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Yeah. no i love it i love will ferrell same i think it's wild too that like executives and producers because old school comes out the same year as this movie and that they were worried the studio was worried because old school is like more of like an inappropriate role that it would like taint <laughs> Elf. But I, that's really funny to think about because we were like the right age for Elf. We were kids in 2003. Yeah. And I remember hearing about old school because it was a kind of a phenomenon for like a couple months. Like mm. everyone was just like, it's really good. Will Farrell's a star. It's really raunchy. But I was too young to see it. Yeah. So it my, wasn't on my radar. Yeah. Like people seeing Elf. Especially, like, little kids, people wanting a family movie. I think, like, you know, they're it's not going to think about uh, <laughs> old school. No. No. Yeah. yeah. I think it's fine. He can do both, you know? I think so. I think that's his, like, duality. The duality of Will Ferrell. Yeah. James <laughs> Conn is great, too. Like, his character's so grumpy in this. I love James Conn. Yeah. As well. I think he's a a daddy. Yeah. daddy in And the, the camel's. Jackets. Oh, my God. Can we talk about the roification of James Conn in this movie? <laughs> yeah. Like, that camel coat he busts out? hmm Mary-Kate and Ashley who? <laughs> Quiet luxury wear? <laughs> uh, oh. No, I, I love James Conn's camel coat. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that in your notes. I'm like, ooh. Style icon, James Con. Truly. No, after I watched this movie for the umpteenth time this y- year already... I was like james khan camel coat <laughs> I've, i'm properly inspired no he rocks it pinterest board level inspired by james khan's camel coat yeah <laughs> i like it oh. but speaking of fashion mm-hmm. so this movie definitely there's like the part where buddy the elf is in like the elf world Yes. And then goes to New York City. Which I love the elf costumes. Yes. They're so cute. Which they're like heavily inspired by Rankin and Bass. Yeah. You can tell like they're pretty much the same as the Rudolph. Like the what the elves wear. You know, like Hermie and all yeah. the elves. Which which is the one when I was a little kid, I used to watch the the one with the. Oh, my God. Speaking of the Santa Claus, I'm like, you know, the one Martin Short plays in the Santa Claus 3 mr heat miser the heat miser oh you know that one what is that because i don't think i watched that one quite as much i and there's a song in it where it's like you put one foot in front of the other that's santa claus is coming to town oh okay confusing two different ones because there's two there's Burgermeister meister Meister burger in santa claus is coming to town but then there's the heat miser who looks just like him but with flame hair yeah and that's in a different one yeah Thank you, Brie, for my Rankin and Bass. Is that Rankin and Bass? I'm pretty sure. It might be like the baby New Year or something. I don't know. Let's see. Oh, A Year Without a Santa Claus is the one with the Heat Miser. And there is a snowman, like a icy, you know, there's like the Heat Miser and then there's the, what's his name? The Snow Miser. Oh, thank you for the lore, (laughs) Brie. Anytime. But yeah, that one I haven't seen quite as much as like. Santa Claus is coming to town. That one, I feel like I know. I could quote that more. you know. Nice. That's yeah, yeah. because I think that's my Roman Empire, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> Only around Christmas time. Do you have any thoughts on the Heat Miser? Like any like fanfic or conspiracy theories? Um, I don't know. I mean. I think maybe yeah, maybe in a past life he was the burgermeister, meisterburger burger. Maybe the, like the worlds collide somehow. I definitely think there's like um like a timeline of sorts through the stories that they tell, Rankin and Bass. Cuz like the Santa Claus is coming to town is kind of like the prequel, I think. Oh. And then there's Rudolph, and then maybe a year without Santa Claus. Even though they didn't they weren't released in that order. It's like Star Wars. I don't <laughs> know, it's just a theory. I like this yeah and I could have sworn they had a new year one or something like a baby new year is that rank- I feel like it's ranking in fast, but I don't know do you know what I'm talking about like the baby the giant diaper the definitely not <laughs> you're like looking at me like no but I'm open <laughs> to it I I like this concept, but I, I'm not familiar with the concept. Yeah. I just remember seeing it at a friend's house a lot and be like, oh, it was like stop motion. So I'm guessing it has to be. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, folks. Yeah. And I have no idea. Yeah. But all I know is Elf is very inspired by Rankin and Bass. Yes. And I think that really adds something to the... Like John Favreau... In the movies that raised us, which is like one of the Netflix, you know, like docu-series about how movies get, get made and like the back behind the scenes. Yeah. With like talking head portions. Um, John Favreau stated that he wanted this movie to be timeless and a classic. And it is. And I think it is. And I think like also with the element of the Rankin and Bass motifs, it, it takes it in like a world that's like old school a new school and has like all the classic christmas tropes just perfectly intertwined in the story it's got that snowman <laughs> it does yeah just to carry us through because you know buddy goes through the swirly twir- swirly, twirly gumdrops yes i love new york city i love the north pole that they have built like and how they make it kind of come to life and how it's a mix of like the stop motion and live action yes And the narwhal. Mr. Narwhal. Hi, Mr. Narwhal. Bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. Yeah. Which, speaking of quotable, Brie. Yeah. I feel like I could quote Elf backwards and forwards. Which a lot of Will Ferrell movies, too. I mean, like, Step Brothers, heavily quotable, Anchorman. Yeah. Will Ferrell and the quotes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. The scene where he gives his dad the lingerie. I love that scene. I don't know. It cracks me up every time. Because, yeah, Buddy grows up raised by elves. Elves. Featuring (laughs) Peter Billingsley as one of the elves who was Ralphie in A Christmas Story. That's right. And Bob Newhart plays Papa Elf. I love Papa Elf. Which I Googled. You know, Bob Newhart is still alive. Is it? Good for him. Well, yes. he's like 300 and something, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> or I don't know. That's what Papa like, yeah, movie. Yeah. He know. probably is. I feel like at this point, yeah. Bob Newhart's just always going to be alive. He's a real elf. I say this by the time this episode comes out. It's like. No. No, I don't want to wish that. Knock no. on wood. But, you know, you usually say things like that. And it's like the next day. Yeah. It's like, hmm. uh, hopefully <laughs> okay. not. Yeah. But but yeah, I I know I love the familiarity of that. Yeah. Like the the how they set the scene with like pulling off the Rankin and Bass kind of stuff. Yeah, and also Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart just feels cozy. Yeah. And like how they filmed everything to make the elves look really tiny and Buddy look really really tall. Yeah. I know um John Favreau said he didn't want it to look like they didn't want to use the special effects or something because it might come off as dated in the future. And I think yeah. I'm glad that they did the forced perspective thing because it looked like you cannot even tell. It still blows my mind seeing the behind the scenes versus the real scene because there's no way it's like so seamless. It is. I love it. Like there's a one scene where young Buddy is on the tricycle and it's. A little like it's a guy and then someone behind him? Yeah. It's like they had the little kid put his hands on Buddy's shoulder, I think. And so it's And then Bob Newhart is way behind them. Yeah. But in the shot it looks like it just looks like Buddy is huge and he Yeah. But, but it looks like Bob Newhart's right there. Like you can't tell I don't yeah. know. It's genius. You no know what else is great about this movie? But the soundtrack, love the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, I know you're like trying it's so hard to resist. Oh my God, "Pennies from Heaven" is a bop. Yeah, "Pennies from Heaven" is all like I've been singing for the past week, probably like in my head. Oh my God, "Pennies from Heaven" brings me so much joy. Just hearing Louis Prima just go up 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 up, a <laughs> yeah. And the horns going off too. shoo be I love that scene just in general because like it sets like a tone for the movie. Like you know you're gonna have a fun time for sure. Because when Buddy steps foot in New York City, it's just right into Louis Prima. Yeah, like literally, he's yeah. just like, which is yeah. And New York City and Christmas time go together like peanut butter and jelly. Just yeah. in general. But I feel like this movie does start off, like, when he gets into New York City with this as a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, very... It does remind me of Home Alone 2 a little bit. But also, like, big. The Tom Hanks movie? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I love the fish out of water. Just, like, he's, like, a big kid, buddy. Yes. I love when he's, like, running around the revolving doors and taking all those, like, flyers yes. <laughs> for no reason. Um, When he goes into... You know how they have, like the random like world's best cup of coffee little cafes yeah and he like walks in and he's like congratulations world's best (laughs) cup of coffee that part always cracks me up yeah he's so like genuine about it too though you're like which i feel like wolf it's only like will ferrell could do this only him yeah it's weird to think because jim carrey supposedly was like thought of for the role which i don't know well you know he ended up doing the grinch i guess but like I'm glad it's Will Ferrell. I don't think anyone else could bring that same energy. No, Will Ferrell is Buddy. Buddy is Will Ferrell. I, you know. Yeah. I, I think he's the only one. However, it would be very fun. Well, we get eight crazy nights for this, but I feel like it would be a really wild thing if like Adam Sandler was Buddy the Elf. Adam Sandler. Yeah, that that could be interesting. <laughs> but just like angry. So very like happy Gilmore. more an angry elf. An angry elf. <laughs> yeah. He'd be disgruntled that think, he has to find his daddy, James Conn. Yeah, I feel like that's the thing. Like Adam Sandler would be disgruntled. Jim Carrey would be, like, maybe a little sad or creepy. Like, something. Like, sarcastic, sarcastic, for sure. Yeah, but Will Ferrell, I don't get any of that. I just get, oh. like, I don't know. He is buddy. It's just joy. I, d- I don't know. There's something about Will Ferrell where yeah. there's just an innocence to him. I don't know. There's something about him. something about him. Which I, you know... I have heard things about Will Ferrell in real life Mm. from certain people like good or bad? Well, good. I've I've heard that he's nice but I apparently in real life he's very reserved. Oh. That's so interesting. Yeah. He's like really reserved and then when he plays these characters he gets to go big. Yeah, but it's crazy to think that I don't know that like Will Ferrell could be a quieter man. Does it? (laughs) doesn't compute in my head but yeah but i don't know he does play very like a lot of loud characters so yeah i don't know i love will ferrell and i don't know that scene always makes my day i love it um why do you think new york city is the ultimate christmas backdrop huh i don't know maybe it's like the is it rockefeller center where the tree is Uh and, and they have like the skating yeah it's probably also, like, one of the shopping capitals, I would think. Like, I can't imagine. I don't know, like, what it would be like. Like, it just seems glamorous, you know? Like, it's beautiful. Everything's bigger. Like, you know, the tree. The people are scared. I don't know. We don't have anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, places like like New York or Chicago. But especially New York, where it's just you have to wear your Christmas coat and you have to wear your Christmas scarf and beanie and you want that hot chocolate because it's so cold outside. And yeah, you know, you get the like big tree at Rockefeller Center. There's ice skating. There's there's hustle and bustle hustle. Like, and bustle. Literally people are probably running back and forth. And yeah, just I don't know what it is, but, but there is just something about New York City and Christmas time that. Is, this, is Well, no, wait. Is that Paris, the city of lights? Yeah. But New York is kind of like a city of lights. Yeah. I mean, that is Christmas, too. Yeah. That's Christmas. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't I don't know exactly why, but I love that New York City is always like the backdrop for, for the Christmas classics. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, also speaking of New York City, what I find fascinating is the guerrilla style shooting that they did for this film. Yes. I love. I think it works so well. I think it's funny because you get real reactions from like because the, they're not exactly extras; they're just people on the street, right? That just happen to be in the shots. Even that guy that looked like Santa. Yes, like that was not planned, but oh, he so good. He, I love that he's wearing all red; like it just works so good. And someone like Will Ferrell with the Groundlings background that he has is just just an improv dude you know yeah the the part where they're like jumping behind the subway train like is kind of (laughs) crazy but i love it and i i I don't know like any kind of shooting like actually in new york city just adds something like really special to a film but i love those gorilla style shots same yeah Um, but yeah, so like, Buddy finds his dad, played by James Con, mm-hmm. who is on the naughty list, right? Which he has a hard time like swallowing that bit of information. But yes, however, James Kahn, I feel like that just makes a bunch of sense. I feel like <clears throat> I feel like James Con is on the naughty list. Yeah, didn't he like not enjoy the film? Like working, I don't know. Like he he was disgruntled on set for least. sure. I feel like I, I like doing research on it, Will Ferrell got on his nerves. But I feel like if James Conn wasn't, like, perturbed, that wouldn't be like James Con. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just picture him very much just always <laughs> Always in a, a mood. bit perturbed. <laughs> yeah. It's a James Conway way. Yeah. That's okay. We'll excuse but it. Also, to be fair, he did find out he had a son. Right. And it's a guy who is like six foot four and dresses like an elf <laughs> yeah and gives him santa launcher as a gift you know that might be a little a, a much just a little much so that's a lot to take in. Yeah. yeah 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 what would you do if you were in james con's position would you be like very accepting of your your newfound son I mean, probably. I, I yeah. So you'd go I'd full like, Mary Steenburgen. I was gonna say I'd be a little more like the mom. Yeah, I'd be like, oh yeah, of course you can stay here. But I mean, I, low key, probably in the back of my mind, I might be a little James Conn, I'd Be like, let's make sure this deal. Let's get a DNA test. You know what I mean? Like, but I love the scene where they like where everyone in the office when Buddy comes in thinks he's like a Santa Graham, Yeah, and is like, you're so great. They're <laughs> like this good is- at your job. Let's go through like push him through yeah then they all gather around to watch he <laughs> sings that awkward song because he's like oh you want me to sing i love you i love you i'm here you're my dad and i'm singing he's yeah like, you don't have to sing. <laughs> never mind oh, oh. so good speaking of christmas music are we yay or nay on christmas music Yay. Yay? Yeah. Who doesn't love Christmas music? I just, I don't, I mean, it needs to be around Christmas time. (laughs) So you're not just a, it's a random Tuesday in (laughs) April and I'm going to put on Baby It's Cold Outside. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, around Christmas, I'm like, yeah. Like right after Thanksgiving, I think for me, is like when Christmas starts, when I want to hear the Christmas music, you know. For sure. I'm like, you get until like November 30th to the 25th. And then it's a hard stop for me. I'm like, after the 25th, no more Christmas music. Yeah. I mean, it's like my birthday. It's like I'm all about having a birthday week, birthday month. And then it's the day after my birthday. And I'm like, what birthday? I didn't have one. It's like, what Christmas? We don't play Christmas music around here. It's over. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely a time and place for Christmas music. And I feel like it's overplayed and... That's part of the problem, I think. I think we do have a shortage of Christmas bops, like contemporary Christmas bops. Wait a minute. What about Cher's new Christmas bop? I have not listened to no, it. No, Nikki, you've got to listen to it. I need to get your thoughts on it. I have been trying to. to talk to people, like people I work with, but they don't even know who Cher is. That's unfortunate. So <laughs> yeah. I'm That's like an abomination. I need to talk to someone about this song. I um, have not listened to it. However love share yeah so i'm sure it's great it is oh yeah like as far as christmas modern day christmas bops i'm like last christmas Ooh, yes my wham is like the song right definitely um or like have you heard like it was 2006 or 2007 ashley tisdale yes her rendition of last christmas like her poified I saw that. Yes. And I remember experiencing that back. That was like an unlocked memory. Yeah. She really, I know it resurfaces every time around this year, but I I love Ashley Tisdale just dropping it low to last Christmas. She's my queen. Like, I think she's underrated. Her musical career is underrated. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Her singing may not be the best, but it's enjoyable still. I love the energy she provides. Yes. To last. It's very sharp heavy. For sure. It's very like, yeah, like Britney Spears-esque or like pussycat dolls, maybe. Oh, it's not necessary, but But I'm I'm very open to it. Yeah. Also, I've been listening to Chris Jenner's rendition of Jingle Bells. What? Yeah. Have you heard this? No. Is it like the song she does about her friend? Like, I, Chris Jenner is one of those people that I'm like, I'm obsessed. A is this recent? I'm not sure. <laughs> is there a music video or is it just her singing no but it's the cover on youtube which is uploaded by who was uploading i don't know who uploaded this song but anyways oh my god it was 2021 it's on Kravis records it's recent oh it's i i don't know okay anyways it's a cover of her like in the 70s or 80s looking fabulous Oh, ooh, I love, okay, that looks amazing. Did she release a whole album or just that song? I have just heard that song, but it's my new obsession. Wow. Just She doesn't add anything new to it. She's not <laughs> dropping it low like Ashley Tisdale. Yeah. But she is bringing her, she's putting in her like Chris Genesee into Jingle Bells. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it a chance. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I like, I think I just like Chris Jenner. I'm like, yeah, sing to me, mama. Yeah. yeah. She she cracks me up when she sings. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like the fact that she's just like, I'm going to sing Jingle Bells. Yeah. Let's make it official. I'm going <laughs> to drop a, a single. And... <laughs> she's like Beyonce. Yeah. She has a lot of power. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I'm sorry for the, that <laughs> tangent. You <laughs> cut that. No, I love it. But <laughs> I love finding new things <laughs> like this. Any other favorite Christmas songs? <clears throat> Like, what are your go-to bops? <sighs> I'm thinking. I mean, I did really enjoy "Baby It's Cold Outside," but we just, I feel like before you canceled. We, but before we recorded, I feel when we revisited, I'm like, you know, maybe it is creepy, or maybe it's that particular rendition is extra creepy. The like, Zoe Chanel Leon Redbone. Yeah, it's like extra creepy. But I feel like it used to be in the rotation, and now I'm having second thoughts. <laughs> it's a problematic fave for sure yeah but i enjoy baby it's cold outside yeah i think the the elf version mm-hmm. in the movie is so cute in the movie yeah like so we're introduced to jovi because buddy the elf like a guy on the street is basically like you should go to gimbals yeah you know go back to gimbals go back to yeah which the guy is actually played by will ferrell's brother i think it's right. funny um but yeah he goes to gimbals and it's like the santa and the santa's like little helpers right it's like, like, like set that, up well i guess it's a department store right yeah yeah which i've never heard of gimbals before this but it's like an old timey i guess like a macy's yeah or like a a bloomingdale's apparently it doesn't even exist and it was like defunct in oh 1987 oh wow i know sorry <laughs> sorry to break your heart Oh, no, so I could have never gone to Gimble. I know. I <laughs> I thought that you could, but it's kind of sad. No, but they it, had to re-create it. I guess. Well, that's so, that's nice. Yeah, they kept the spirit alive in this movie. In my mind, it, it exists though. They did. They made it look so real for sure. Well, I do. I do know every time I watch this movie, like the first go around, I get a little confused for one because in the 2003 fashion you see a lot of like medium brown bags which are bloomingdale's bags Mm. but also i kind of just assumed because like new york city especially around that time i felt like was like the oldest macy's yeah blah 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 that was like miracle 34th yeah right yeah like, New York City department store culture. Yeah. I, you know, so I was, I just assumed that that was the only gimbals left in the world. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I was just like, wow, New York City's really keeping it traditional, yeah. with the gimbals. But <laughs> Zoe Deschanel plays Jovi, mm. which she's, like, working there as an elf. And she is kind of, like, not a curmudgeon. But, yeah, she's, like, um, I mean, she's a little sarcastic. She's a little... Yeah, she's a little put off by the grown man dressed <laughs> like an elf yeah she's like what <laughs> that's really excited about christmas and wants to her to sing yeah but, she, she's like this man's a little too into elf culture <laughs> but that's what he loves about her most she knows how to string them lights and yeah. <laughs> do those six inch ribbon curls uh uh-huh. but what are your thoughts on zoe deschanel in elf I love her in this movie. Like, I think she's perfect. Yeah. She's charming. She's witty. She's funny. You know, she's a little sassy. Um, You know, she's got blonde hair, which is different. It's kind of cool. I don't know. Adds a cool factor. For sure. She eats ramen in her apartment alone. It's relatable. She eats ramen with chopsticks. With chopsticks, yes. Yes. Um, Yeah. No, I... You know... I guess Katie Holmes was thought of to be Jovi. Which I could see. But I love the element of Zoe Deschanel. Because she really hadn't been in a lot of movies. Except Almost Famous in 2000. I didn't even. Honestly, when you said that. I'm like, wait. What was she? What part was she playing? Because I don't even remember. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She's in it. Um, And you know after this of course she's like the queen of twee and she goes on to do 500 days of summer and new girl and kind of define a generation almost of hipster girls yeah do you think it started here with her elf elf <laughs> i think this planted the seed for zoe de yeah you know time in the sun because mm. you know this is at the first time i heard of her, for one, but heard her voice. Right. Which, Zoe Deschanel's voice is so Christmassy in general, but so old-timey. Yes. Like, I remember listening to She and Him a lot. Like, as far as Christmas records. Have, they're, speaking of Baby It's Cold Outside, the She and Him rendition of Baby It's Cold Outside is pretty good, and they do the gender swap. So, Zoe Deschanel oh. is the She's the creepy one. The creepy man. <laughs> No, just something about Zoë Deschanel singing a Christmas tune. It just, it, like, fits perfectly. Yeah. Oh, in my notes I have, like, I feel like Joby would catch Buddy outside in real life. (laughs) Yeah, she'd be like, hey, punk. Like, especially, well, there's that scene where she's, like, singing in the shower. Mm -hmm. And he goes in there. But he's not, like, there to, like, creep on her. He's just like, oh, she's singing. I'm going to sing along, too. Like, which is still kind of creepy. But, you know, she's like, get out of (laughs) here. She's like, I'm naked. She's like, what? I didn't know you were naked. Like, I was like, dude. She's like, hey, I got to speak to you. Why were you in the woman's locker room? I was like, I don't know. I heard you (laughs) singing. When she does, like, fall in love with Buddy eventually. I think the help of Buddy's little brother. Yeah. Michael. Which they do take him in. And I love that montage of, well, for one, like, Buddy to to show his like appreciation for james khan and family taking yeah. him in he like makes them spaghetti breakfast i love that <laughs> with the maple syrup oh my god see mary steenburgen just like eating the like um spaghetti with maple syrup yeah it's just she's just trying to be so sweet yeah but i mean you know it's a different culture elf culture you know they have different food groups and The four four food groups, right? Yeah. Candy Candy canes. Candy canes, candy corns. I don't remember. (laughs) And syrups. I know syrups is one. What's the other one? Syrups mean a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the maple syrup. He has it like (laughs) in his (laughs) sleeves. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love that. I love that he just keeps it in his sleeve. Yes. I love when he's like, they're like, do you love sugar? And he's like, does syrup have sugar in it? Oh he's like, God. well, then yes. Or like um, that scene where he's in the mail room and he, I don't know if it's like bourbon or something. Oh like there's my like a gosh. bottle of like liquor and he thinks it's, he's like, oh my God, syrup. Can I have some? And he pours the whole bottle into his like coffee or whatever. That is, I feel like there's so many iconic scenes in Elf at this point. Yeah. But also one of my favorites is when James Caan takes Buddy to work. Yeah. And... You know, Amy Sedaris plays the like assistant Mm. and gives him coffee, and he's like disgusted by it. And then they send him to the mailroom, and he meets—I don't know his name. I don't know his name. Is he? It's like some dude with long hair. And they've just become best friends. (laughs) Become besties. Get drunk and become besties. They have a tickle fight. Yes. What does the guy say? He's like, "Oh, I'm twenty-six, buddy. I have nothing to (laughs) show for it." And he's properly like. 45 yeah oh. he's like i gotta go with the flow and <laughs> buddy's like you gotta go with the flow and he's like no i gotta get out of the flow <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're they're, like, they're definitely like awesome it's that it's that syrup that people It's syrup. wild i and um when buddy's like just dancing to oh, well, there it is, is. <laughs> yeah that's my favorite scene like that part where he's just like on the table <laughs> of the mailroom and doing like that like dance like. oh the nutcracker yeah guy. yeah it's so wild <laughs> love it <gasps> just wherever buddy goes he stirs up chaos and enjoy joy <laughs> <laughs> yeah what else i also love Like, I'm a sucker for a good montage. Yeah. So we get pennies from heaven when Buddy enters New York City Mm -hmm. for the first time. But then when he bonds with his little brother, Michael, because like Michael's really averse to him at first, but then they get into a snowball fight where Buddy goes feral (laughs) with the snowballs. I love it. He's like. (laughs) Like, yes. (laughs) And I love the very obvious. That's where it's like comedy wise. I love the effects. Yeah, because you know that's not... Real. Yeah, but it's like double, triple time. Yeah. It's just funny. He's like an... But he's like an assassin with the snowballs. He's like a machine. Yes. Yeah. Um, But it's like that song, That's What Christmas Means by Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. And they're like jumping on the beds in the stores and they're just like traipsing around New York. It's super cute. Very cute. And then they they go into gimbals even though Buddy has a restraining order. <laughs> That's right. I forget. Yeah, he, he gets the restraining order because he causes the scene with the Santa. And like, yes. He's like, he's a fake. <laughs> Which, when you were a kid, did you think, I was convinced. I thought, I was like a late bloomer when it came to like Santa being real. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought he was real for such a long time. Same. But, I always was like, oh, mall Santa's aren't real santa yeah i don't there was always like a line for me as a kid did you think the mall santas were santas i think i was unsure i think it depended on the mall santa um but i don't remember if i went every year to the mall to see santa but i do remember i remember like in our neck of the woods there's that one place that we would go the nursery place you know Mm, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. but i'm like trying to think if there was a santa there or not or if it was an (laughs) animatronic I like, think Santa was there. Was there a Santa? So were you like in certain areas? <laughs> yeah. Santa's real. And in certain other malls, Santa's not real. Yeah, basically. Because I i mean, you can tell when a beard is fake most times. But like, yeah. I always thought that was. I remember thinking about it. I'm like, well, I guess I'll tell him what I want. But like. Is this really Santa? Like, I just remember questioning, I, but never being sure one way or the other. A scanta A scanta a s- Santa skeptic? I was a Santa skeptic, yeah. yeah. But I still believed in Santa, but I'm like, I write him letters. You know what I mean? Like, so I figured he- Well, uh, as a kid, I felt like the Santa letters backfired for me. How so? Like, I used to write a letter to Santa every year, but then- one of my letters to santa like because my mom put it sent it in for a contest so it was in the paper my what? santa letter it got like, in the paper but i remember thinking like i was like felt a little famous because i was in the paper yeah but then i was also on the other hand i was like wait a second this was my letter to santa Like, did it not like, get to him why is it like in the paper i was like yeah did did like my mom scan it in before she sent sent it to santa like how did my, did my letter get to him because it's it's in the paper like will he read about it yeah like does he yeah i don't know about elf culture like that give you a crisis yeah a little bit i was like oh well that changes the game a little bit i mean i thought it was just between me and the big guy <laughs> so you didn't know it was going into this contest uh, maybe I did. But I remember thinking about the logistics after it was all said and done and trying to like Charlie Day style, like piece it together. Yeah. Like, how could Santa be real? And then I was like, oh, I just got to give it up to the illusion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think at like a certain age, I was like, oh, Santa's like God. Or, like, you know, like, he's just, like, the universe. Yeah. He's just up there somewhere. He's somewhere, yeah. But, like, there's no North Pole. He's just, yeah. (laughs) He can hear you, though. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I was like, that's, like, God or the universe. Santa ain't, like, real. He's a, spiritually. (laughs) He's a spiritual being that we believe in. Just me at, like, seven. Like, spiritually, I believe in Santa. (laughs) But, (laughs) physically. oh oh no I like that yeah Yeah. it makes sense to me yeah I feel like I still believe in Santa spiritually I think Sam you know just the idea of Santa I feel like Michael Buddy's brother probably only spiritually believes in Santa same yeah until he sees him in the flesh yeah yeah if you wear that like Nike beanie hat combination (laughs) I think you've seen some things yeah for sure (laughs)
1: I love that hat
0: though. It's so wild. That made me think of you. I had a hat like that. (laughs) Huge. Oh yeah. I remember low key wanting one or seeing like kids with them and thinking they were very cool. They're so silly, but they were so fun to wear. I remember feeling so cool wearing It's also something I spiritually believe in, but logistically, I don't know why you need a brim for your beanie. For a beanie. I don't know. I don't even know if they sell hats like that anymore. I'm sure you could find them. I'm sure online they do, but (laughs) next episode. (laughs) Honestly, maybe, I'll. you know, that's what I want for Christmas. A beanie with a brim. Santa, if you're real. (laughs) Santa, if you're listening. I want one of those Nike hat beanie situations. Yes. Speaking of James Conn, I would totally go full James Conn if Buddy and my son chopped down a tree (laughs) from the park. Really? Oh, but no, it's not hurting anything. If no one saw it, like, (laughs) that would be such, like, a, you know, in, like, Christmas vacation when the cat dies in the tree? Okay, yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Dude, if really like someone brought a tree like that into the house what if there was a squirrel in it what if what that'd be so cool (laughs) i'm too much like (laughs) like, i want to give it a hug this is where i relate to buddy (laughs) with like the raccoon yeah (sighs) So i don't think i would actually hug one because this movie it's like a warning you know yeah don't don't eat the yellow snow yeah don't pick up abc gum yeah put that's, it in just, your mouth. that's nasty i wouldn't do that no why not it's free gum it's free candy <laughs> oh I, oh go, ahead, go uh, ahead i was gonna say what about uh jovi and buddies like their first date it's super cute again they have a little montage <laughs> another montage so check maybe because i think for me the more montages you have the more i'm going to like a movie so naturally i really gravitate towards elf Yes. because there's three montages, but there's such tasteful montages too. They are. Like they're not like too long, and they're nothing too crazy. Like it's just like it's, it's they're perfect. I am not joking, Brie. I think montages are always good. Yeah, I know. I sound yeah. N- I don't think there is a bad. I don't think typically like even the bad ones are good. I love a montage like yeah. truly in my heart. No, I'm with you. I'm trying to think of any that I haven't. I don't know. I know that some people are like adverse to montages. I, I don't, don't know understand why. that. Yeah, I think you know maybe screenwriting wise it's a little lazy, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm this a sucker movie does for it. so much already, like to tell the story. It's that good. It, it doesn't hurt. The montages definitely don't hurt. They help. Yeah, but montage always helps, though.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't like this montage slander. <laughs> like. <laughs> uh. Well, no, I think like the Buddy and Jovi date is my ideal date. Same. It's so cute. It's so pure. Like, he takes her to the the uh, cafe for that crappy the world's cup. World's best cup. Yeah. World's best. I love how Jovi's. She's she's like, this is a crappy cup of coffee. Like, she's like, it tastes like a crappy cup of coffee because she has like a blindfold on and takes off. She's like, oh, it is. And he's like, no, it's world's best. Like, it's like top. <laughs> It's like, okay. <laughs> he like, she like watches him go through the revolving door. Yeah. He's like, you got to try it. But it's something about, you might puke if you, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, don't stop. Like, don't, yeah. They like skip. They go ice skating. They look at the biggest trees in town. Yes. Which thoughts on ice skating. Oh, uh, love it. <laughs> I. That's another thing where like this movie and serendipity really make a cause for the ice skating as a date. It's so cute. I mean, like, why not? Like it's cold out, you know, you're bundled up. Why not ice skate? I think it's like a low stakes, high reward. Yeah. You don't have to be a professional skater to go out there. I think it's, yeah. Like, I think it's like, um, like, you know, putts like a, typical like first second date yeah situation i think ice skating kind of like that as well yeah have you ever been on an ice skating date i have and it's always well okay now this might seem a little sexist it's cute when the gal or i'm saying it heteronormatively okay because i'm a straight lady but you know anyways i digress it's kind of cute if a girl doesn't know how to skate the reverse (laughs) if you're going on a date with a dude and they don't know how to skate yeah not as cute not not the vibe okay has that happened to you yeah it kind of makes me lose respect for (laughs) the disrespect yeah you better learn how to skate before you take me on a skating date it really maybe it's a litmus test but that's funny yeah like i've i have been on like one date Where they were like, let's go ice skating. And they were like wobbling. And they were like putting their hands on the side. They wanted to get one of those cones. Cones? What do they have to like aid them? I don't know. I didn't know they had aids. Yeah, I swear it was a cone. Huh. But. Wow. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Not a turn on. Not a turn on. But it's good to. To kind of learn how to ice skate. Yeah, but you don't you have, have to take to, the lady out there. It's you don't have to be good. It's fun when you like don't know how to ice skate and you're just kinda like whipling wobbling. But only if you're a girl Well, no, you just can't act like a little bitch. Just <clears throat> okay, yeah. Yeah. No, like like Buddy the elf. Yeah. And Jovi. They just like glide on the ice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure that Buddy also must know how to skate. He spent so much time in the North Pole. A pro. Like he's got a yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? If, you know, like, do you know where I'm going with this? Like, um, oh, man. What's that movie with Will Ferrell? Blades and of Bla- Glory? Yeah, Blades of Glory. Like, what if he went full Blades of Glory? Like, just <laughs> for the scene? ice. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where this movie shows restraint in a it's great way. But I would think that would be hilarious if Buddy the Elf just had, like, Michelle Kwan-style skills on the ice. It would be wild. It would be cool. But. <laughs> I love it. Yeah else you know in a lot of my notes i'm like questioning i'm like zoe de so good so good as jovi so cute with the blonde hair singing baby it's cold outside mm. and then on the other thought like other thought i had was are we gonna have like a zoe de renaissance like 2010 trends are coming back mm. That's like the trend prediction for 2024. That's so wild. So our jeans are going to come back? Are the mustache finger things coming back? I haven't heard about that, but... That would be terrible. Apparently, like, 2009 era zebra is coming back. So, Hmm. brace yourself for, like, skinny jeans. I'm not afraid of skinny jeans. We got (laughs) to get our silhouettes right if we're going to partake in the skinny jeans as a whole. But... But I feel like Zoe Deschanel is going to make a comeback. I feel like New Girl, everyone's going to like. Like the hipsterfication yeah. of it all, you think? Yeah, I think Zoe Deschanel is, is Whatever. prime for a comeback. Like, what happened to her? Where has she been? Because I just remember her doing New Girl, and then I don't know. What else? I feel like she was such a, a girly of the early 2010s. Yeah. Kind of like a female Joseph Gordon Levitt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me sorry better out than in but but she was just like a of the time like she was so of that time I feel like by the end of new girl maybe we just grew a little tired I know she's been in ads and um't she engaged to a property brother oh is she I think so really yeah oh. but I think she's gonna come back this year like mark my words this year you know your predictions are right like most of the time so so is gonna make it come back yeah. Which. I'm here for it. I do like Zoe Deschanel. I feel like I've given her a hard time sometimes on this podcast, but I do, I do enjoy her. Like I respect her for sure. She also knows how to make a Christmas pop. Yeah, like the she and him Christmas albums. She has a really nice singing voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Do you think like anyone else could have played Jovi? like the Katie Holmes of it all? Or I think Katie Holmes probably could have, sure, but I don't know. I don't know about her chemistry with Will Ferrell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I feel like Zoë Deschanel has very expressive eyes, and it's almost like um, it's like well, I guess yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I don't even know how I, like I don't know much about Katie Holmes. I'm trying to think like the movies that I've seen her in, and I know she's an act. Like I know, I know she's done things, but I'm like, she's not like. I'm not super familiar with her I'm either. I'm not super familiar with her. I don't have like a emotional connection with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like Katie Holmes would be fine. I like that Zoe De Chanel, you know, she's never really typecast as the ingenue. But Zoe De Chanel does have this like quirky alternative girl next door vibe. Yeah. Which I'm glad they decided to go with because they totally could have gone like I'm thinking like, you know, that's old SNL sketch where uh, Will Ferrell's a cheerleader with Sherry O'Terry yeah like they could have picked a, a lady like Sherry O'Terry or Molly Shannon yeah and like really like <laughs> that went to the hilarious. comedy <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that movie <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean like I'm I'm kind of surprised but I'm really pleasantly surprised that like Will Ferrell especially during this time could be in such a like classic cute movie it, you know no it works and I think it Zoe De Deschanel like they work good together I guess that scene too was written once they cast her really the, the baby it's cold outside scene because I guess they were gonna do whatever the actress's like skills were they were gonna try to incorporate it in the movie like I read that there was um like one of the contenders it's like she was good at skateboarding so can you imagine like i don't know a skateboarding elf or something i don't, I don't know i don't know how they would have written that in there but it kind of works for zoe deschanel because she can sing thank and it's god a- she can sing and not skateboard <laughs> I, i'm just trying to picture her showing buddy some like tricks on her skateboard or something and she's like let's go to the half pipe <laughs> <laughs> like their first date would be such a different montage skate park yeah i don't know <laughs> I am so glad De Deschanel was cast as Jovi and we don't live in a world where Will Ferrell's in a Rankin and Bass style elf costume, like doing a, I don't know, like a kickflip. Yeah, that'd be wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would take me out, I think. For sure. Yeah. You know, for this movie being like a really like sweet family movie, sometimes it gets me in the feels. Like when, um, like when, when Buddy is like, he leaves basically because he thinks, you know, no one wants him around. He's like, I don't belong here. I don't belong anywhere. He goes all George Bailey. He does. For a second. Yeah. It's it's very, and they even set the scene. Like he goes up to the bridge and looks at the water. Like it's very, it's a wonderful life. Like you think he's about to jump till Santa say, slay Clara. Why is it hard to say? Santa's sleigh crashes. Yes. I love the leading up to that scene where it's like James Caan and like Andy Richter and Peter Dinklage (laughs) all in like the boardroom. Oh, that scene cracks me up every time. When Buddy provokes Peter Dinklage (laughs) character. Yeah. You don't mess with Peter Dinklage. No. He like jumps on that table. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he looks intimidating. For sure. I've seen (laughs) Tiptoes. Right. Yeah. So I know about what Peter Dinklage can do. Well, Peter Dinklage, is he in Tiptoes? No, that's Gary Oldman. Yeah, no, he is. He's the, isn't he? I could have sworn he was. Is Peter Dinklage in Tiptoes? I could have sworn he was. Who does he play? Does he play like the brother of Gary Oldman? Yeah. No, well, I thought the brother was uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I thought he just played one like someone he knew. <gasps> he is in Tiptoes. Yeah. The classic Tiptoes. The, classic. the Christmas classic. Sorry, I know that was just like a tangent, but. Yeah. No, I mean, Peter Dinklage is talented. Peter Dinklage. I mean, if he's in Tiptoes. <laughs> That's his maximum. <laughs> no. It's everyone's. <laughs> Everyone who was in that film um what were we talking about before i was <laughs> no, no, like I can't stop it this. really bothered me i was like is peter dinklage really in tiptoes or not you had to get to the bottom of it it's um, my favorite christmas movie tiptoes <laughs> um um yeah what were you we talking about oh just that scene in elf like oh, leading just, up to buddy being like james Conn kind of kicking him out or whatever he's like yes i don't care that you're an elf i don't care that you're my son get out of my life <laughs> What, he's crestfallen? Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love when James Kahn finally has, like, the come to Jesus moment, where he's like, family's more important than my career as a children's book author. Yeah. Which he wasn't even really doing a good job, let's be honest. No. They're too focused on peaches and, like, farm Yeah. And not even completing the stories. There's, like, missing pages. It's like. Yeah. No wonder he's still on the naughty list. He can't, you know. Yeah. Do his job. But he, like he comes around he has this coming to jesus he's i love when he tells the like the <clears throat> head honcho guy at the publishing company when he's like up yours like the little kid yeah. he's also like up yours it's cute yeah and then they're like walk out <laughs> arm in arm like father and son yes and they go find buddy yeah And that's the way and they save the day because they can all they all sing yeah, the best way to spread Christmas cheer. Singing, singing loud, loud for out. all to hear. Yeah. That's N- that side, case closed. closed. <laughs> uh, oh. What song would you sing if you were in that <laughs> position? Like, what would bring the Christmas spirit to life? Baby it's <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Probably not that one.
1: <laughs> like, I, half
0: the people would, like, leave and be like, no, that's not the song. Maybe like, maybe Jingle Bells? Jingle Bells? I don't know. It would have to be something quick that like, I would be like, oh my God, Christmas song. Like, I don't know if I think Santa Claus is coming to town, but it makes sense that she, you know, because he was there, he was coming into town. But that song's like kind of slow. And I, you know, if I'm starting a song, I want it to be quick. I want people to jump in. So like Jingle Bells could be faster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't want to be like lingering, like, or like, I don't, I don't think I even sing Rudolph. I don't know. A good step into Christmas. Step, yeah, step into, into Christmas, dude, dude, dude. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Step into Christmas. I would that. step into Christmas. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not a part of the motif of Elf, right? But but I would be stepping into Christmas, or that song, um, like from the '80s. It's like, do they know it's Christmas? Do they know it's Christmas? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, where they blame, yeah. like, or I love that line where like. Tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. Talking about snow in Africa and, like, little yeah. kids in Africa. It's wild. I don't even know the lyrics, like, half the lyrics that song, though. I feel like I couldn't start singing that one. It would be embarrassing. It's Christmas time. I think I could. You could. Yeah. Yeah. Do my, like, George Michael. There you go. <laughs> Do my Bono. Thank God it's them <laughs> instead of you. Everybody. <laughs> Oh. Um yeah. I like it. I like this imagine scenario. <laughs> just do a Hugh Grant, like jump for my love, like in love actually. Just yeah. dance. Maybe I wouldn't sing to bring the Christmas spirit. I think I would just, just dance. dance. Yeah. It'll oh. be okay. Just, just play <laughs> the song, just dance. Like yes. and then just dance. Red one. I think that I'd probably Redmon We could both go up there and <laughs> Yes. Yeah. That'll be our Christmas song. <laughs> I think that's how I would, I would, I think that's how we could bring down the house yeah. and bring the Christmas spirit. I mean, they say it, the best way to spread Christmas cheer, singing loud for all to hear. They don't say what song you have to sing. It could be any song. That's up for interpretation. Santa could be a, a, a little monster. I bet he is. So there I, you go. I feel like Gaga would be on the nice list, probably. I think so. I feel like Santa would be a fan. A fan, so. um, Like all I want for Christmas is you. Yeah that that would get people going yeah yeah for sure you just have to get through like the the acapella bit yeah and then when more people (laughs) join in yeah and then you hear them all hit the high notes and really just challenge (laughs) make it a challenge to bring the christmas spirit i i like it yeah anything else i don't know i love i love christmas and i love elf yeah, it just brings me so much joy. Also, they end this movie singing "Old Lang Syne," yeah. which also brings a tear to my eye. That the song it always does. makes me emotional. Is it because of um, it's a wonderful life, a hundred percent. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's super cute. I think just knowing the story behind the movie also gets me because, like, I know like the guy like who wrote it. Um, what's his name? Hold on, I don't want to just say the guy. Um, what's his name? David, Berenbaum. I'm pretty sure he was, like... Like, he lost his father at a young age. And it's, like... He was, like, talking about how it's, like, a father-son movie. Like, he... It's it's almost wish fulfillment, I guess. Because there's, like, a happy ending there. And he gets to, like... It's, like, Buddy finds his dad. I don't know. When I think about that aspect of it, I get emotional. I'm, like, oh, he found his dad. And, like, when... um, uh, When, like, James Caan's character, when he's, like, Buddy, I lo- you're my son and I love you. I'm, like... <laughs> that's what gets me. I don't know why. I just... Gets me in the feelings. And then when they're all singing, like, I don't know. It just doubles down sometimes. Yeah, I just love when a group of people sing together. Yeah. Christmas song. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. There's something about Elf that's really special. Yeah. Man, I think it's a modern day Christmas classic. Definitely. Yeah, it'll be on my rotation forever. I think so. I can't believe it's 20 years old, though. It doesn't seem... I know. I keep thinking that, like... As we're talking, I'm like 20. Like it doesn't feel, and it definitely doesn't look like, I don't know. No. Maybe does the holiday though. Like, just the holiday about is it. great as well. Yeah. There's some movies that are just kind of timeless, I think. I think so. And I, I think to circle back to Elf, I think I think all the pieces fell in like the right places for sure. Like with the casting of Will Ferrell. Yeah. And John Favreau's, you know, take on it and wanting it to be this timeless classic and not really like lean into like Will Ferrell comedy of it. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like this is a movie that just has all the good vibes, for yeah. lack of a better word. And it's, yeah, it's just a movie you can pop on and enjoy with the family yes and it's just cozy it's funny like legit funny and yeah it has like all the best christmas traditions and tropes and like little storylines from other christmas classics yes that just make it perfect it does a good job of like pulling like from different yeah like from the the classics and therefore it is a classic yes yeah, it just, it properly puts a spin on it. No, yeah. yeah. No. Big fan of Elf. Same. Are you excited for Christmas? Yes, though I'm going to be sad when it's over. Like, it seems like December is just flying by and I just want to like enjoy it while it lasts. You know what I mean? I want to savor the moment, watch as many Christmas movies as possible. Yes. Yeah. Now I'm ready. I'm ready to just fully spend time with family, just be very christmas oriented yes only wear pajamas (laughs) yeah yeah i feel like i'm at the point of the year where i'm like i either want to wear cute holiday dressy attire or i want to be in pjs there's no no in between no in between yeah yeah i'm like sweater weather fuzzy socks yeah yeah like pj pants and uggs yeah and that's it That'd but it. thank you so much for listening yeah rate and review us on apple spotify wherever you listen to podcasts yep. thank you to her Dap for our lovely artwork and for our producer grace for editing this podcast thank you grace yes and we will see you next week see you next week bye, bye. a hood media production